you know, it's been a little while. But it's nice to see Monsignor Razzi sitting across the desk from me again. How did you go with the Colleones? There was trouble before you left. And it's nice to see you back in one piece, I must say. So how did you go with the Colleones? Well, look at Brassi. <laughs> he sleeps with the fishes. Oh, well, you know what they say. Sleep with dogs, you get fleas. Yes. <laughs> no, don't change your dial, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, we're, we're going to have a little bit of an Italian scene because my great mate has uh, has been on a bit of a sojourn uh, while we had a little hiatus. Um, I'm sure you've been listening to some other shows that uh, the great man cobbled together in our absence, but he has returned from the... Uh, the uh, one of the great motherlands, I'm sure. Uh, Razzi, it's great to see you back from from Italy. Buongiorno, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> I was going to ask sta? you, how was your food and wine tour? Oh, tutto bene. <laughs> tutto bene. I'm sure you cooked it, made it, ate it, and regretted it. We didn't. We didn't walk <laughs> past a meal, and we didn't walk past a wine. Oh dear so me! To put it mildly, it we as... had a smashing time. Well, I'm gonna. We're gonna dedicate uh, the Two Smoking Gun Show. That's what you're listening to here on 88.3 Southern FM, and on all good podcasting platforms uh, throughout the world. Apparently, we even reached Italia ah. on the stream. <laughs> oh, is that right? I checked in one day. Oh, very good. Uh, so yeah, you are listening to Two Smoking Guns, and uh, we are going to dedicate the front end of uh, this show, possibly all of it. I'm not sure. Well, I can uh, talk it. <laughs> Forever. Well, because I instead of just chatting to you off air and off mic, uh, as we would normally go and do and, and have a bevy, um, I I would like to share your experience with all of our listeners. So I'm going to ask you idea. a whole bunch of questions, Wunderbar. all about Italy, because I'm sure you've come back full bottle, empty bottle, and everything in between. Bravo. <laughs> anyway, great to see you, mate. And Likewise, buddy. Uh, we're, Likewise. we're Good are to be back, back live with you, as we say. And uh, we're red up, ready to go, and uh, pizza in hand, and uh, and vino to swill. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, let's kick things off. Um, as I say, all things Italy. So I'm going to start off with the, the 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 very fundamentals. Did you plan your trip? Oh, I planned it to within an inch of its life. Right. I am a, for, a voracious planner. A voracious planner. I like to plan. I believe a trip has three parts. Yes. One's the planning. Yes. One's the doing. Yes. And three's talking about it yeah, well, afterwards. Okay. Well, and this... uh, also I like to do the picture book. Ah, yes. As a, as a physical, yes. uh, tangible yep. m- m- memory of yeah. the trip. Wonderful. Now, I haven't done that yet. I'm, so, I'm about no, to launch. Yeah, but I, I felt as though, uh, in some uh, jealous form, but uh, lovely form, that, uh, that you, you almost took us on the trip with you. Well, I did a travel know, a diary, and, and for those that follow me on the book, um, this is uh, this is the early onset dementia that I was protecting against. <laughs> no, that, was, that was the wine and uh, all the wine. Uh, so I, I day one, I said I'm going to write down what I've done every day. Yeah, great. And uh, such that uh, in three weeks' time, when we're still there, yeah. when people say, "What did you do in Rome?" Yeah. and we go, "Don't remember." Yeah, <laughs> but let me but refer. It was good, but I, I have an opportunity to refer. So I yeah. did do a travel diary. Yeah, great. And it was, uh, as I declared, it wasn't to um, boast or to um, make people envious. It was no. simply to, so I could recall my trip in latter months. Yeah, very good. No, and my, my uh, it had the byproduct, of course, of a lot of people bought into a few comments. Yes. Um, there was a dialogue ensued. Yes. And a lot of people enjoyed it. And I thought, if you're going to do a diary and a travel diary, you might as well go all in. Uh, yes. And describe a little bit of the scene in each town and some of the memorable little bits yep. and pieces yep. and little minutiae. No, I think I even added to uh, one of your pieces at one stage saying, now, I, what I think you could do, because I loved your video panning that you did. Yes. I would have liked you to have told me what you were looking at. Well, there you go. Which, which I'm, you, not I'm sure, sure you wrote, but I didn't have the notes next oh, to the right. video in order to say, oh, okay, so he's uh, he's just described where he's been, and that must be what he's looking at now. Oh, so, so you're looking for the little bit of the whispering voice of well, Ted Lowe. So here well, we are. We're, we're scaling across yeah. the terrain. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. In we come across a mother and lion. 
So therefore, okay, I'll remember that. So you, so you planned. That was great. Did it go to plan? It did. It did. Everything went to plan. So all the connections. Yep. All the flights. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all the hire cars, the trains, the cars that I hired, planes, trains, and automobiles. The accommodation that I booked. Everything yep. went to cherry ripe perfection. Yeah, no, so good. that's always good when it comes off. Did right? you when go a plan comes together. When a plan comes together. But as the old saying goes, uh, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. That's right. Yes. That's right. Um, did you go off plan at any stage because something took your breath away or you thought one we, or two or three days here is not long enough? Or did you go the other way and say, this wasn't quite what I was expecting and we might debunk a day early. Well, we had um, probably too long in the wine country, if there's such a thing. <laughs> That's a lot more. Actually, I'll correct that. My wife thought we had too long in the wine country. I thought it was just about very <laughs> just right. about right. But it it because uh, I we travel we're busy travellers, so yeah, we're always right. doing something every day. We didn't have a laid out. With no RDOs on holiday. No RDO. Um, until such time as we'd we'd done quite a bit in the Barolo district where we were staying. And it was a sunny day, and we thought, let's just have a day with our books. Yep. In the sunshine. In the pool. And that's that's what we did. Yeah, good. Until the uh, people arrived for their wine tastings, (laughs) and we (laughs) leapt back into action. Got back on the horse. And we did have one day at the villa. You might have seen we stayed in a villa with 20 people. Yes, I did. And they had a lovely pool, and it was a warm day, so we had a dead day by the pool. Pool and Prosecco, we called it. Yeah, Pool Prosecco. Pool Prosecco. So um, did you know those people? Had you arranged Mm. to meet all those people Several of, yes. Right. Um, Yes. So So did they go over with you, or they were doing their own thing, and then you all decided to meet up at a particular place on a particular day? The final week in the trip was a, a friend's 60th. Right. It looked as though you were and amongst the uh, uh, friends. He hired a villa in Viterbo, which is an hour or so north of Rome. Right. In the countryside. Right. Lovely villa. Yep. And uh, sleeps 20. Yeah, and lovely. it's large. And uh, we thought that we'll finish the trip there. Right. Um, and we planned our trip before that. So yep. we arrived there last. Right. Full of full of so tales. You sort of and reverse memories. engineered it a bit. You knew well, you were going to finish there and then you backfilled the rest correct. of your trip. Correct. Yeah, nice. Correct. Correct. So Good we go. We commenced in Roma, which is uh Roma. probably my favourite city yeah, in the really. world. Yeah. Trevi yeah. Fountain. I don't have a problem going all the time there. Yep. I go to the Coliseum every time I go. Yep. This time I was able to go on the floor. Wow. So they've opened the floor section, which right. was wonderful. Yeah. So you never get a bad guide or a bad trip there, so it's wonderful. Then right. we went to uh, Amalfi Coast, which is down past Napoli. Yeah, lovely. We stayed at a place called Praiano. Mm-hmm. Not in Positano, which is the popular town and the expensive town. Yep. But Praiano, which is further along but equally beautiful. Yep. Um and so that was lovely. Mm-hmm. And we did some day trips to Ravello up on the hill, yep. which is a must-do, yep. and Capri, which is yeah. busy but okay. Yep. Um, Positano, all that. Yep. And then we uh, we flew to Sardinia. Yeah. Beautiful. And we stayed in the south of the capital, which is Cagliari. Mm-hmm. And then we went north to Sassari. And that consisted of hire a car, go to a beach every day, or several beaches, <laughs> yeah. and a taverna for lunch. It was yeah. pretty hard to take. <laughs> um, so we had a lovely time noodling around Sardinia, Yep. then north to Turin mm-hmm. for a couple of nights, and that was surprisingly good. Right. I had very low expectations, right. but it's a very, very sophisticated city. Right. Why did you have low expectations? Of I just Chiru? didn't really do any planning. Yeah, right. Okay. Around that. We'll, I just, thought, we'll just go for a couple of days. Here and, we are. Yeah. Right. And then hired a car there and went obviously down into um, Barolo country, yep. which was amazing. Just amazing. Your sweet spot, I would have thought. It's the epicenter of the world. You might have seen in one of my posts, we flew over on one of the Middle Eastern airlines. Uh, right. And on the travel map, they always have distance to Mecca. Ah, Mecca being yes. the holy yeah. uh, epicenter yes. for Pray the, to Mecca for the uh, Muslim faith. Yes, my Mecca would be Barolo, where we <laughs> where we were, 
Uh, so in my my mental plane trip, <laughs> distance to Barolo <laughs> would be what I'd be going for. Uh, so. I, I, I can see it now. You, you'll be standing next to a sign, distance to Barolo, oh, in every direction. So yes, I would yes. think. Well, I'm going to install one in my front yard. I think. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to. That pre- was wonderful. And then, uh, then obviously we uh, we the final week in the uh, in the villa in the villa. Yes. Yep. Lovely. And you look as though you did some cooking classes. and uh, Well, in the villa, there's a couple of aspiring cooks. Yep. And they decided one day they wanted to piggy go to market. Piggy gets I food. Saw that. Piggy come back. Piggy yep. cooks food. So we were just the recipients of the largesse yeah, well, well, of the cooks. Good choice for all. So we, um, we observed. Yes. Uh, we uh, liquidated. Yes. And uh, just enjoyed hydrated, what hydrated. they did. We, yes. we just enjoyed what they did. So that was that was a, a thing they wanted to do. And if memory serves, it was very hot. Well, every day above thirty. Yeah. And uh, some very hot days. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I had yeah. A, uh, we enjoyed good weather. I believe Melbourne town not so much. <laughs> we'll talk about the weather coming up too, mate. Yes. I hope you've got enough to build on an ark yes. in the next couple of I've days. Heard. Anyway, uh, I've got a few more questions, yes. if I may. Um, currency, lira? No, euro. Oh, euro. Yes, absolutely. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and surprisingly, Scotland. Yes. Very, very cheap in Italy. Well, that was my next question, mm. right? It was um, how much for a cup of coffee? About uh, two euros, which translate to about four bu- about three four bucks. bucks. Three okay. bucks, so it's sort of on par with yeah, where we are. A bit cheaper. Um, how much was a pizza? Well, a pizza. We didn't have a lot of pizzas, surprisingly, but a pizza would be probably in the ballpark of eight euro, yeah, fifteen okay. bucks. Um, your most expensive meal. Wow. Um, probably. Look as though you had plenty of We them. had plenty of meals. <laughs> uh, I didn't rank them in order of uh, expense. But it was the one where you went, holy Look, heck. Scotty, <laughs> it's very hard for me to answer that question because you know my ratio when it comes to dining out. And you know my ratio is one third, two thirds. Yeah. <laughs> one third's the food yeah, well, and two thirds right. of the other. All right. Let me. Uh, so do if I, I X wine. Yeah, well, no, I was going to let me digress then. What was the most expensive bottle of wine that you had? Uh, I had a nice, very nice bottle for seventy-five euro. Yes, and I reckon you told me that that would have sold back here for in excess around the two hundred dollars. Oh, in mark. a restaurant, three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah, right. you'd probably get it at Dan's for two hundred. Yeah, right. Okay, and that was particularly wonderful. Uh, the cheapest wine you had that surprised you the ten most. euro Vermentino. Yes, in Sardinia. Right. Is a lovely summer wine. Right. It's very similar to a chilled Chablis or something like that. Yep. Okay. Or a chilled, you know, little Riesling. It's surprisingly lovely. And in when we were in Barolo, northern Italy, yep. they have a wine called Arnais. Uh, A-R-N-E-I-S. Yes, Arne, I remember seeing. And that's lovely. That's just refreshing. It's and beautiful. can you buy that here? No, you probably could. I haven't looked. Yeah, okay. Probably could. So, and that leads me to my next question. Is there a wine that you had over there that you're desperate to try and find here? Well, uh, yes. Um, and I'm going live to air, so I don't want to alarm, but I am importing. Oh, you're going to import? Some olive oil. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> some olive oil. But uh, yes. Now, I'm. The, the trick is over here, of course, it doesn't need to come here. Because they consume it all over there. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's very hard to get it out into this country. And if you do see it, it's 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 expensive. It's and expensive. Rare. But um, look, we enjoyed a lot of different wine that I hadn't uh, hadn't drunk before. So I'll be seeking that out. I've being a man of lists, I've made a list of every wine I had. Of very course. Good. Excellent. So I shall be seeking them out. But um, I'd open my eyes. You right. know, further to my wine, of course. It opened and, my eyes further. It was and, good. And generally speaking, uh, was there one particular style of wine that seemed to be the common thread of most? Were they were they were they light wines? Were they? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a different uh, different descriptive. Well, the wines um, in um, in Sardinia and North are lighter. I can't wines. imagine these big, bold, heavy Shiraz Cabernets. Not really. Um, there was some nice Cabernet-style wines in Sardinia called Cannonau. Mm-hmm. But where we were in Barolo, that's Nebbiolo grape. So that's yep. that's your Barolo, Nebbiolo, Barbaresco-type grape, which is very big in the palate, but not a big 
body wine. Oh, that's a right. 13, 14 percent alcohol wine. So okay. big, so it's big, but it's beautifully balanced. Right. So it's soft and, right. and, and lovely. We had a couple of when we were out and around Rome. We'd have a few, the obvious Canties, Canty Classicos, yeah. that sort of stuff. San, that's Sangiovese. That's nice. Yep. Um, but no, we didn't have many big reds. Not like you would. No. Back here, so well, we, and we, we, that's drank, we drank really nicely balanced wines. Hmm. Um, did you find a new um, uh, varietal that you hadn't come across before? Well, the Arnace, as I said, the Vermentino I hadn't had a lot of, yep. and the Cananao in Sardinia was very nice. Right. Really enjoyed it. Very good. Um, so, um, yes, it was a good journey of discovery. Every day was a school day. Yep. Beautiful. At lunchtime and dinner, <laughs> we were learning. I had the exercise book, the Varna exercise book out. Uh, right. To take notes. Okay. Um, was th- at any stage language a barrier? Was there a language barrier anywhere uh, where you went somewhere that was sort of a bit off track or a bit off beaten? They probably and... don't have great English in the smaller villages. Yes. Uh, in Sardinia in particular. and But you get by. I mean, if you only need to know a few words in. Did you have the translator on your phone? Though? I did. You could talk into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, I just had the Google Translate, and that right. got me through a few things. When I had to buy things like, when I had to go and order conjunctivitis eye drops, <laughs> I needed a bit of help <laughs> <laughs> translating the Italian. Peepers, peepers, blocked peepers. But you just have to show them what a you're looking of, for, yeah, and that's yeah, fine. Very good. The other thing that. Yeah, um, you might have enjoyed, and we've we've got to we've got to have a little pause. So I'll I'm not even going to bother. Thing I'll just in, insert here. Okay, insert <laughs> here. Good. That. Just write down the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and um, the um, the thing that um, when I was ordering uh, steak medium rare, right, right. So you've got to get that right. Ta ta. <laughs> so you, I just got the Google picture. <laughs> <laughs> of how steaks are cooked and pointed, <laughs> pointed to what I wanted. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, the guy said, ah, with blood. With blood. Oh, correct, with, with blood. <laughs> That's a perfect description of it. Very good. So, yes, we did a bit of that, you know, and we, did, we found our way through that way, mate. But right. if you try, it's like anywhere in the world, if you try, yeah. um, they, they like that. Yeah. And then you reach a point where you shrug your shoulders and you say, I've got nothing <laughs> left. And then they... T- typically, we'll talk to you in English. <laughs> so they string you out so, a little bit. Well, see what you, you got. You bowl into every shop and you say, Buongiorno, <laughs> come star, And they'd say it back. And you say, Tutto bene. Then you order what you're ordering. And it's Dua, because we're travelling as two. Yeah. You know, dua, cafe latte, por favore. And, or Dua, you know, Fredo, birra, por favore. <laughs> or Dua, Blanco Vino. You know? yeah. So I know how to order. Two coffees, two wines, and two beers. That's all you need. And that's pretty much all you need. And then you're all you to say, glutzy. That's great. Check, please, waiter. Well, that's right. That's right. Um, how were the people? Oh, it's, the, the Italians are wonderful people. Yep. The only person that probably was angry with me was when I went into the toll booth. Yes. In the incorrect toll booth lane. And right. I had to back all the way out again. Oh, no. And he yeah, had to, he had to back unpop- out with me. Captain Unpopular. So he wasn't perhaps impressed with my driving ability. Right. I stuck to the cash line after that. Yeah, right. Um, speed but, limits? Um, no, um, they're just guidance uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> you can go it's, it's do a, what you want. It's a guidance. Booze buses? Didn't see one. Police cars? Saw one only at an accident. Right. So the speed limit over there, and I drove for two weeks, Um and got very comfortable with it. Yep. Italians don't indicate, so you get very comfortable with that. Yep. I've had to recalibrate back here. Yep. Apparently you have to indicate here. Yes. <laughs> Italians don't bother with any of that. No. They just can't be buggered. Lots of horns. Um, lots of horns, and they just travel as fast as they like. Yep. And um, I did likewise until my wife got a little uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> with how comfortable I was getting. And the vehicle that you had? Oh, we just had small ones. Uh, little Fiat's or well, we didn't have a little one like that, but we had a sort of small little wheel drive types yep. because a lot of the places we stayed were in old towns, so you had to drive out yep. down really quite narrow lanes. Yep, like Dirt literally, tracks. literally pull the rear vision in either side Ooh. to get through to where we go. Yeah, right. Um, so you can't have a big car there, right? Or you can't get around, hmm. right? Um, the trains you said you went on were these... The Italian, Italian train system is probably the most efficient in the world. Is it really? Yes. 
bullet trains? Are these yep. fast trains? They're fast. Yep. They get up to, well, I don't know, 250. Wow. Yeah, what go. does that feel like? Um, you feels like you're sensation? going faster than the cars. Yeah. <laughs> That's about but it. But do you actually get that sensation that you really are no. going fast? No. Other than referencing, there's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's now about... You only really get it when another train goes past. Yeah, you get right. that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah, well, that would wake you up it the wakes first you time. up. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. I mean, that's they're efficient. When they say they're going at 10.03, they go at 10.03. Yeah, Bang. right. Go on. So. Whether there's people on them or not. Whether there's people <laughs> half on or not. <laughs> um, the price of petrol. Um, yeah, it was about the same. Is it? It's about the same. Yeah. yeah. If not a little bit more, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So it had, it had I think food, food was cheap, wine was cheap, accommodation was, um, it was okay. Car hire was very expensive. Right. And petrol was expensive. Yep. Trains were okay. Was accommodation, you're just saying accommodation was okay. Accommodation was no, just okay. was fine. Oh, it was it's fine. fine. It's fine. Okay. So they have the smaller showers in Europe, in Italy. Right. Um, so but you looked as though you stayed in, in a whole bunch of places that were very old. Yes. So yes. I assume. What, what happens in a lot of those places is they have to retrofit bathrooms. Modernise them. Yeah. And then in the, in, in the so doing. Yep. They don't have a lot of room for certain things. So yep. that's fine. It's part of the part of the charm. But we started in some lovely places, lovely views. Good. And um yeah, we just look we didn't really miss and uh, I couldn't fault it. No. I could not fault it. It's beautiful. I have two questions left. Hmm. Um was there anywhere where you wouldn't go back? Well, no. There's nowhere I wouldn't go back, but we have a bit of a policy that we don't go back to places we've been. Right. Um, outside been, of, well, I mean, we've been back to Rome because it's a connecting sure. airport, etc. Um, um, so there's nowhere I wouldn't go back. Uh, there's places I still want to go. <laughs> right. Uh, definitely want to go to Sicily. That just yeah. that just looks yeah amazing. And therefore, off the back of that, most favourite place that you found for me it was the wine Barolo. district in the sense that it's beautiful because yep. all the towns sit upon perched upon hills yep you have to wind your way up to them yeah and the views from them are beautiful because all the rest of its valleys and all the valleys are just full of vineyards yep so you can spend a whole and which we did we spent every day we'd noodle up to a village yep wander around take incredibly beautiful photos yep and then go to the next one yeah and by the time we hit the next one it's probably lunchtime, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so on, and so on. It's just, it's just a stunning place. Yeah, stunning place. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, that's, uh, that's that was that's postcards right, from Italy. That's <laughs> postcards from Italy, indeed. <laughs> uh, but I thought, well, that was probably the best way to uh, to ask you about. Um, uh, oh no, I did have one more. The strangest food that you ate. Well, I, I'm not used to eating raw veal. Right, raw veal sausage. Whoa. Um, and I don't eat a lot of steak tartare yeah. either, but yeah. that's quite prevalent right. through the uh, through the region. Right. Um, particularly in Sardinia and North, in fact, many of the fixed-price menus will have a range of starters before you get to the mains and the pastas. Right. And they will often have steak tartare, which right. I began to enjoy. Yep. But the raw veal sausage, shaped like a sausage. Whoa. Um, took a bit of going at, but once you eat it, it tastes like tuna. Yeah, okay. So that was probably the one I hadn't come across before. Yep. But I, 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 I give everything a go once. Yeah. I'm that sort of, I'm wired that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost do it just for the, just to see the look of my part, my travelling partner's face. Yeah. So like, you are not going to put that in your mouth. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> so um, well, that's probably the most unusual thing I had. Um, but, um, oh, look, there were stunning, there's some stunning dishes that we had and you sort of had to go well, kind of what, what is that? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, they, they cook beautifully over there. They cook simply. Yeah. I could imagine. But they cook with their local ingredients and they cook with what's around. Um, some of the most stunning dishes we had were the simpler ones, like just fresh, um, mushrooms just dug out of the garden that morning and really? washed up and chopped up with the salsa verde and. Bit of olive oil. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Yeah. So you know, it's it's that sort of place, mate. It's yeah. It's truly farm to fork, sort of. Um, you know, in that in the in the regions, yeah. It's very much like that. Yep. You get the big city; it's all pretty bog standard 
pizza pasta boring. Right. But um, when you get a, a bit more rural, it's beautiful fresh yep. um, stuff. Pretty much like most places in the world, you know, once when, when you get out of the big cities, you get yep. some, you know, local sort of stuff. Very good. Well, so while, while we're on food, postcard. Thank you. While we're on you food, I did want to. I did want to raise one thing with you since yes. we've been away. Yes. Uh, there's been a survey done of um, what Melbourne people have been eating. Yes. Uh, over the last year, including lockdown, and as as we've come out of lockdown, and the data's from one of the delivery services. I won't yes. name them. Yes. Um, and they've done a, an analysis by postcode. Of what our favourite takeaway dishes are. Oh, I reckon I heard something about so this I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, Step me through this. I'm going to give you the suburb. Yes. And you're going to guess the cuisine. Uh, cuisine. And I'm going to give you a choice of seven. Are you ready? For seven your, cuisines? Yes. Per suburb? No, no. You have to oh, choose out of these. Yep. So Chinese. Yes. This is one. Yeah. Indian's another. Yeah. Do you want to write these down? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Chinese. Okay. India. Japanese hang on, hang is on. Chinese, Indian, Chinese, Indian, Japanese, Japanese, Mexican, Mex, Thai, Thai, Vietnamese, Viet, and of course Italian. Yep, where I've been, which includes pizza and pasta. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, I'm just going to go through quite a few suburbs here. Yeah. Um, Ten or so, fifteen, and you have to guess from that list. Okay. It's called Food Quiz. Food Quiz. Melbourne CBD. Uh, Melbourne CBD, I'm going to go Japanese. What's well, Chinese. Mm. So you are close. Okay. South Bank. Uh, South Bank. Maybe that's Japanese. No, no, think about it. Hang on. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Italian. No, Indi- no, Indian. 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 Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm going well. All right, Co- <laughs> Coburg. <laughs> Coburg? Yeah. Um, uh, Mexican? No, no, they're uh, Coburg's Chinese. Oh, so oh, they can double up. So you can actually have two suburbs with the same cuisine. Because you had, you had Serbia, oh, then yeah. Melbourne, oh, China. Yeah, it's not mutually oh, okay. exclusive. Okay. In fact, Righto. if I'm looking through the list, the, the most popular are Italian and Indian. Yeah, so. okay. Righto. Uh, Craigie Burn. Um, well, I reckon that might be Mexican. Oh, close there, Indian. <laughs> Richmond. Oh, Vietnamese. Italian. Italian. I love Italian in Richmond. Do they? I do. Okay. In There's only 800 Vietnamese restaurants it's there, but. Springers? Springvale? Well, well that's got a uh, Springvale. Well, it's got to be Chinese. They like Indian out there. Are they Indian yeah, as well? They do. They do. Oh, what, about ja- what about Docklands? Japanese. Yes, well done. <laughs> Thanks for the prompt. <laughs> uh, North Melbourne. Uh, North Melbourne. Oh, I reckon they might like Thai. I like Mexicano. Oh, Mexicano. Now, he's the one that jumped out at me. Carlton. It's not Italian. It's not Italian. No. No. It's. Which was surprising it's, to me. It's. I reckon it's Japanese. It is because there's a lot of sushi joints there. Yes, yes, they're yes. taking over. I, I I heard I did hear something that you know, fun fact. This will surprise that's you. That's right. Yes, that's right. And I've got another one up my sleeve too that oh. I think is on your list. Brunswick, Thai. Oh, close Mexican. Mexico. Dandy Nong, Indian. They like a curry down Curry. Yeah, they do. They yep, do. Yep. Hawthorne, Thai. Uh, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. South Yara. Italian. Yes, very good. Yep. Well done. I think yep. you've got three out of these yep. so far. <laughs> St Kilda. Uh, now, they definitely like one of the ones you've just mentioned. Well, yeah, well I, I'm... <sighs> I think Chinteria. Yeah, well, it's Thai. It's Thai. Yes. Definitely yeah, Thai. Yeah, yeah. Brighton. Aha. Uh-huh. Italian. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We that do was like, my one up my sleeve. We do like an Italian. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We uh, do. Pran. 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 What is in Pran? Um, I reckon there's... Um, what's, there's a... Japple... Uh, cornucopia there. Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dead yeah. right. Yep. Yep. And to round it off, um, we've got... Uh, 
Doncaster likes Chinese. Chinese, yep, for sure. Glen Iris likes Italian. Yeah, okay. Port Melbourne likes Vietnamese. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. Here we go. They like it. It's a bit of a sideways. Like a rice paper pit. roll? Yeah, I don't. And a I bit don't of a, like rice paper rolls. And a foe? And a foe. Fur? Yes. Heidelberg and Footscray both like Indian. So... Indian, Indian, I think, in well, Italian are the most popular. Haven't they ticked a lot of boxes? Hey? Hasn't the butter yeah, chicken the old, got a lot to answer old, for? The old Vindaloo. The Vindaloo <laughs> butter chicken combo. <laughs> Oh, right. I don't know what happens when you order one of those butter chicken pizzas, but anyway. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's most. that? Yes. What's a butter chicken pizza? Oh, that's a, that's a, Mate, just get the butter chicken, garlic naan, a couple of samosas, <laughs> maybe some onion bhaji, uh, some raita, and uh, some rice, yeah. and you're done. So that's been going on since I've been away, um, that food... Uh, Assessment. Well, there's sort of quite a few things that happened while you were away. Yes. And in fact, I even wondered, I had in the back of my mind, when I talked to you about did you go off script with your trip, I wondered whether, because uh, this event was so monumental, I'm talking about the passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Well, we were across it before Australia was, yeah, well, because uh, of the time, time difference. Line, yeah. Because we, I, were, we were eight hours uh, ahead. I just sneakily wondered well, whether you might have looked at each other and gone, should we duck across to London for a day or two? And Because you'll never see this again. This is once in mm. a lifetime. Did the thought ever cross your mind? That I can't recall exactly when Queenie passed, but... 8th of... September. We were, where were we? We were probably in Sardinia, I believe. Right. And we woke up, I was, I noticed it one morning when I, I don't know what happened. I got up really early and noticed it. Yeah. So it sort of broke there before So it she broke passed away at about two o'clock in the afternoon, London time. So whatever that would translate it to. Which was probably dinner time, uh, which would have been in the middle of the morning, in the middle of the night here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like yeah. that. We'd gone home from dinner and noticed. I woke up and heard the bullet at six thirty in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so no, no, not really, Scotty, because we were in the middle of. Uh, yeah, know, well, I just, I just wondered. I nice thought thing. it was so monumental, and you were relatively close. Well, made made the news in Italy. Don't worry. Oh about yeah, that. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure it did. Yeah. So that led that led me to think, um, and this is not in a morbid way, but almost in a in a fascination way. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the Queen. And because she was so magnificent for so long and ruled for 70 years and she's 96 years of age, I just wondered some of these questions, if I could pose these to you. Certainly. I wonder what the last thing, the last dress that she wore. I'm not asking you for the well, answer. I'm, I'm sort of just... Uh, <laughs> <woody. I don't laughs> no, here we go. This is going to go anywhere now. Um, I wondered what... I wonder whether I... she took the corgis for a last little wee before she passed. Uh, yeah, the she gumboots. She still on. had some corgis. So, yeah, she might have been in gumboots and a mac. That might well, have been the last thing she wore before her bed attire when she was well, maybe told to rest up. She was seriously rest up. Didn't she go into palliative in the end? I th- yes, I think so. I mean, in fact, so prior to that, yes. In fact, I've seen her um, death certificate, and it says uh, died of natural causes. Yeah. So basically, old age, which they believe extrapolated out to you get pneumonia at ninety six, there's a fair chance you're not coming back. Well, that's right. So, but they just put that down to the body not being able to fight pneumonia. Pneumonia can kill you, but if you're young enough, it normally doesn't. But old natural causes. Well, that's right. I mean, and that's it's, written it's on a, her. It's a very good it's knock. Written on her death certificate. Died yeah. of natural causes. Well, that's good. I'm glad she um, wasn't another one of the COVID statistics, yeah. like everybody else yeah, exactly. seemed to be. They, they managed to dodge that bullet. So, um, just hold your horses there, and we'll come back, and you can ask me a few more questions. Oh, I've got plenty. Okay, Scotty. Right. So, now, um, we're back. so just to recap, um, recap. her match uh, sadly passed away, not unexpectedly, based on her age. No, but, that's um, right. Anyway, it seems they went peacefully and with her family around her. And, but, but I wanted to. I, I've posed the first question to ask her what she wore, and you said a hoodie. But I, I so, <laughs> with then we settled on gumboots and a mac, walking with the corgis. So, um, okay, a green dress. A, <laughs> yes, possibly, or pale blue. They were two guesses. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the last piece of music was that she heard. Wagner. All right. I heard she was partial to Wagner. Or the Godfather theme. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Queen. 
Another one bites the dust. I don't know that she was familiar <laughs> with their work, was she? Oh, she probably can, was. Can I tell you, this is a true story. I went to London many years ago and stood out the front of Buckingham Palace. And there was a band playing behind the big iron gates. Do you know what they were playing? I have shared this with you once before, I believe. No. They were playing Dancing Queen by ABBA. Well, there you go. I figure she might have liked ABBA. Well, I reckon she might have been up there tapping on the balcony upstairs just behind the curtains. Um, I don't know that she would have been doing to Oasis or anything like that. Ravana? No, no, I think she probably would have been into... Sort of more Perry Como and uh, I think she Frank liked, Sinatra. She would have liked Paul Kelly. She would have liked Paul McCartney. Who's going to make the gravy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know that she would have heard Paul I Kelly. I would love to know who was the quirkiest. I'd like to find you, out what was on her Spotify playlist. Oh, well, there you go. That would be a beauty. Do you think she got, do you think she got to choose it, though? No, it would have probably gone have someone that was in, scrutiny and Someone security. was probably in charge of the music and the palace. Because there's probably a hidden code in all of the words that she <laughs> yeah, listens to. Right. I wonder what her last meal was that she ate and what she ate. Indian. <laughs> Butter chicken. Now I know what happened. <laughs> I wonder what her last drink was. Well, was she a whiskey drinker? Well, I'm going to share with you because I've got a little fun fact. So I'll just park that for a moment. I wonder I like what a whiskey the... drink. I like a lager drink. I like a vodka drink. I like a lunch drink. I'll have to have a beer with Queenie. Um, I wonder what the last book was that she read. Um, the Old Testament? No, she would have been well read on world events. So I'm Jamie sure. Oliver's Five Ingredients. <laughs> Fifteen minute recipes. Um, that's what I reckon. <laughs> Can you imagine her sitting with that? She might have been thumbing through one of Max Walker's books. Oh, possibly. (laughs) Possibly. I think it would have been a book about horses. Yes, equestrians. Equestrians. Equestrian horses. Um, I wonder what. I reckon it was Best Bets or the Form (laughs) Guide, to be honest. Best Bets or the Form Guide. (laughs) Racing now. That's good. Uh, um, I wonder what the last thing she watched on television was. I reckon she would have been in the middle of a series. Yeah. Probably, probably not the crown. Yellowstone? <laughs> yeah, Yellowstone. She might have been a Yellowstone. She might yeah. have been a Kevin Costner hey, fan. Hey, it's not far away either. November 14. It's coming. I'm watching another one that you want to have a look Made at. by the Yellowstone people? No. Ah. No. What have you been watching? Mr. Mercedes. Oh, I've seen I've seen the... With the old cop, the old crusty ah, cop. Have you? Yeah, it's pretty good. There's another, there's another one that you'll, you'll really like, but it's a very short one. Uh, about a hubby who cheats on his wife is then accused of rape but gets off only to find out that the prosecuting wig was also a woman that he raped Ooh. many years earlier. Wow. Back in university days. Wow. I'll is that on the streamers? <clears throat> yep. I'll get the name of it. Get me and, the name uh, of it. And I'll text it to you. You'll knock it's only about four episodes. We are digressing, but there's a movie you have to watch as well. Yeah, what's that? Phantom of the Open. Phantom the Open? Yes. Ah. Oh. So it's based on a true story of a man who cons his way into the British Open and he's never played a game of golf in his life. Oh, I love it. It's brilliant. Phantom I watched of the... it I watched many movies on the plane. Yeah. Phantom that was of the my Open. favourite. Is that is that on it's one current of the... release? Yeah. On Stanley or I think it's on... at the movies. On the netties. But it, it's oh. probably at the netties. Um but have a look at that, Mark, because you will love it. It's a it's a beautiful film. Yep. It's it's good natured, well intentioned, yep. but it's 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 very dry humour. Very um, good. I started to watch something the other day that I actually had to stop watching because it was too disturbing. Oh. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh yeah, no, I don't, don't like that. <sighs> and you were like, you like that funny things show too. What's that? You know that weird one that your kids are watching. Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, mate, Jeffrey Dahmer, at a tub, almost like a forty-four gallon drum. Yeah, but that's 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 in his bedroom. That's bad. Content. In the corner of the, mm. with three bodies in it, mm. with acid. Mm. Um, now I won't be watching that one. And in fact, the young bloke had his uh, uh, friend over. And I thought, if she walks out and sees me watching <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, she is going to run out of this house screaming and ring the police. <laughs> 
I actually, I, I consciously had whilst, to turn whilst it off. you were sharpening your butcher's yeah, knives. Yeah, <laughs> um, No, it was. I just found it too disturbing, and I tried to watch it again last night, nah, and I went, "Well, I'd bother." Nah, I can't, life's too I short, can't mate. Do, I like yeah. watching nice things. I, I, I like the psycho stuff in terms of the psychology, yeah. but not that psychology, yeah. right? Um, yeah, it, no, too disturbing for me. Um, I wonder what the last pair of shoes were that she wore. Do you know she never put on a brand new pair of shoes in her life? Do you know That's why? frugal. You know why? Blisters. Literally, because somebody else has to wear them first to wear them in. Yeah, makes mm. sense. Mm. So she never got a brand new pair of Nikes out of the box. Never had a blister in her life. <laughs> never had a blister in her life. Um, I reckon Ugg boots. In the Uggies. Just to get the chill blinds ah, under control. I guess, yeah, Crocs. Crocs. <laughs> um, with heels. <laughs> and a matching handbag. Nice. <laughs> Croc handbag. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what the last place was that she visited um, in... Well, it'll be one of her properties. I guess. Probably. Maybe Sandringham. Maybe Balmoral. Balmoral. <laughs> something. Maybe she walked through the tulips. Yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, that being said... I then, you have answers to any of these questions. It didn't matter. All I right. just wanted to pose the question. Right. When you start for the hoodie, I thought this could go anywhere. <laughs> but then it led me to do some research. Ah, good. And Glad I, that was a fact-based. I found a uh, uh, some dialogue that revolves around basically a day in the life of the Queen, starting with breakfast, if I may. Porridge? No. Kippers? The Queen starts her day with a cup of Earl Grey tea, no milk or sugar. In bone china with a few biscuits, aka cookies, <laughs> ah. um, according to British tem- uh, telecommunications. <clears throat> she then typically. Did she dunk? Didn't say. Milk arrow root? Didn't say. Dunk? No, I think she gets the teddy bear biscuit, bites the top ear off oh, and the bottom yeah. left leg, and then sucks the teeth through it. Try that with Kalua and, and, yeah, and chocolate teddy bears. It's bloody good. Um, moving on. She then typically transitions, I love this, to a breakfast of fruit and cereal. She's partial to Special K. Is she? <laughs> yes. Likes a Special yeah, K. As opposed to Special Q for Queen. Yeah, yeah. But she's Special K for King, um, according to the Telegraph. Very good. So she likes the old Special K. Sometimes, though, she'll change it up. Here we go. Yeah. She's breaking out now. With toast and marmalade. Well, I was going to say she'd have toast and marmalade. Or I love toast and marmalade. Oh, so do I. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh man, I and my marmalade. You you could put tiles on it. It's a thing. You could hold tiles on. Don't worry about that. It's a big. I don't have it often. Piece. Oh, it's It's a thing. I had a bit of it overseas. Yeah, a bit. OS. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you what. I I digress again. Many years ago, I went to Bali. I had um, uh, pineapple. You know, like marmalade spread. I had pineapple spread. Yeah, they've got it over there. Chunky. Can't get it here. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, real good. Yeah. Because um, I like pineapple milkshakes too. Um, <laughs> There's some weird stuff about you that I don't really need to know. <laughs> taking you this long. <laughs> Sometimes, though, she'll change it up, toast and marmalade, or on a special occasion, here we go, yeah. scrambled eggs with smoked salmon and a grating of truffle. Oh, well, that must be hey? a birthday treat. She prefers brown eggs because she thinks they taste better. There's a reason she why eggs be are right. brown, too. She might be right. Yeah. Lunch. <laughs> Tuna we... salad? No, here we go. Right, no, Stand by. This is gold. Lunch. Yes. Before lunch, she'll partake in a little light drinking. Does that mean we all can? Specifically, a gin and Dubonnet. A wine-based aperitif with a slice of lemon and lots of ice. Oh, a little gin and, t- a gin li- and tonic. It's almost a lunch. bit of it, but it's a gin and an aperitif. aperitif. It's not tonic, old boy. It's Terrific. an aperitif that's probably got a bit more oomph to no, it. No aperol for the queen. Well, it, it sort of looks like an aperol, to be honest. Ah. Um, Her Majesty likes to keep it simple for her midday meal with something like fish and vegetables, yes. or grilled chicken with salad. Yes, yes, well done. Um, McGrady said a favourite meal of hers is grilled Dover sole. Yeah. Fish. Okay. With wilted spinach or courgettes, that's zucchini, 
yeah. to those of us uh, near the side of the pond. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> love it. No potatoes, rice, pasta, or anything starchy no. when she's eating alone. Yes, right. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to only eat carbs in public. And, 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 tomato. and then, uh, if that's not enough, old boy, uh, it's time for high tea. Well, you've got to have a bit of sponge cake in there. So high tea. Afternoon tea. This is where the scene from A Little Princess might actually hap- uh, apply. The Queen goes all out <laughs> for her daily afternoon tea. There's a traditional spread complete with finger sandwiches, scones, and her favourite cakes because, well, she's the Queen. <laughs> um, cucumber sandwiches? Oh, mate. They're Any all chance? there. Yeah, zoot, you know, ch- cheese and uh, cheese and that. No, che- no cheese and Vegemite. No, 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 no. The cheese and uh, what's the. The what's Marmite. The, the, no, the green stuff. The, the, what's that spread that goes with cheese? It's. Um, Oh, not all of them, anyway. I'll think of it later. Uh, brain fight. Uh, McGrady said that she must have two types of sandwiches, such as cucumber, yeah, of <laughs> yes, of smoked salmon, oh yes, of course, egg with mayonnaise, yes, ham and mustard, crusts cut off, of course, naturally, naturally, naturally. She also enjoys the crustless jam pennies. Tiny raspberry jam sandwiches cut into circles <laughs> the size of an old English penny. Of course. So it's like a 50 cent piece. Just a little jam sandwich. It's sanger. like a 20 cent piece. Little jam sandwich. They're, they're like miniature. Little, little bullets. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> they're like miniature. Smash 20 of those, Queenie. Miniature jam pancakes. <laughs> Uh, we move on oh. to dinner. Dinner. <laughs> As if she hasn't had enough already. The horses, the horses get less than this. <laughs> While some sources say that Her Majesty prefers a relaxed meal of lamb, roast beef, mutton, grass or salmon most evenings, others say she enjoys a Sunday roast after church. Let's go to church late. Or Gaelic steak, uh, steak made from the fillets of beef and venison from Sandringham. Cleanly shot that day. Cleanly shot. <laughs> and Balmor- <laughs> and uh, from Sandringham and Balmoral, uh, Her Majesty's That's Christmas Retreat and Summer Residence, Farm to Fork, Scotty. Serves in a uh, sauce of mushroom, cream, and whiskey. <laughs> oh, she's, she, she likes it. Mate, she's she smashed meal. by dinner. <laughs> she's like a heavy meal. Steak every hey? night. Steak and venison. Cream and whiskey. Whichever type of meat it is, she doesn't do rare. Only well done. Oh, she, oh, she's lost me now. We haven't finished. Right. It's now time for dessert. Oh. <laughs> this is just one day. She's going she well. wants another 80 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> she's only five foot four. Where did it all go? <laughs> um, uh, she finishes her day on a light and fresh note with strawberries, granite balmoral, and sweet white peaches grown in her greenhouses at Windsor Castle. Maybe some chocolate, too. The Queen loves chocolate. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of another drink, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, because as she washes it all down with a glass of champagne, yes. mate, she's toast by the time she goes to bed. She's good. She's sleeping well. Because being Queen is something to pop open a bottle of bubbly for every day. So um, this is a day in the life of uh, the cuisine of the Queen. Well, I, uh, what are my takeouts from yes. that? Um, I think she's starting the day nicely. Oh, a bit yeah. of fruit and special K. Yes. She's getting her fibre in and her fruit. Yes. I'm particularly taken with her choice of pre-lunch aperitif. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I before, don't, before don't, one don't, more piece don't of food. we have one during the weekday. Yeah, that's at 10.30. <laughs> but, uh, that's something that might find the way onto my radar. <laughs> And I'm particularly taken with the uh, jam sandwiches. Yeah, size of a, of a halfpenny. Mm. Of a, of I'd a have penny. to get a special cookie cutter for oh, mine. Oh, no, seriously. Just, well, just get, go and get one of those drill bits from Bunnings, you know, with the, <laughs> that are round with the teeth pop, in it. Pop, bang, bang. Seriously. Man, has she got it nailed. Um, so there we go. That was, um, I just thought they, they were fun facts about uh, well, that's lovely, mate. the now cuisine the, for the Queen. In the time we've got left, because time does get away <laughs> from us on these shows when we bang on about Italy That's all right. We've. Uh, I'm going to leave you this week, uh, Scotty, with my yep. favourite little story. Yeah. I was going to play a song, but I'm too late. Don't have time. Yeah. Um, this, is, this, this was, I know I got picked up by the Australian media, but this is a beautiful story. That was in the papers in uh, in Italy. Yep. Uh, this is a drunk Turkish man 
um, who spent hours, <laughs> a drunk Turkish man spent hours helping a search party looking for a missing person oh. before realising he was the missing person. <laughs> you sent it to me. And I re- it's still on I my phone. You. you did. Bayan Mutlu, 50, from the northwest province of Gold. Bursa in Turkey, Gold. had been drinking with friends quite heavily when he wandered off into the woods. His wife was unable to contact him, so she and his friends called the police. Yes. Into the woods marched the police and the search party. Yes. Desperately searching. And Mutlu came across them and joined the search. Yes, so we should. It was only when one of the rescues shouted his name and he responded, I'm here, <laughs> that they realised he was the one they were looking for. And he found himself. And he found himself. <laughs> That is a golden little story. Isn't that a great little story? I reckon I laugh for about three days. I laugh for three days on that. I could just picture it too in my little mind. Oh, that's me. Here. I'm here. Warmer. Warmer. (laughs) Hot. Hot. (laughs) Well, are we done and dusted for our I think we've uh, had enough. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been a ripper. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed our uh, our live version of Two Smoking Guns and we promise not to go away for a little while. So uh, we'll come and do this all again next week. You've been listening to Spoken Guns. Thanks to Monsignor Razzi for coming back and fixing up the Corleone. Buonasera. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate.